2: 4-7-4-6. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message.
3: Let's go. I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do in Jesus' name. Amen. So God will open. God we're ready. God will open. God we're ready. God will open. God we're ready. God will open. God will ready. God, we are open and we are ready. Every shackle the enemy tried to keep us in. Every low place the enemy tried to keep us in. Every valley the enemy tried to keep us in. I declare freedom is today. I declare change is today. I declare transition is today. And we thank you for it. In Jesus name. Just elbow somebody next to you on either side. And just say it's about to help you. Uh uh. Do it to somebody else. Say it's about to help you. Yeah you were crying about it the first 10 months. You are about to shout about it on the 17th day of the 10th month you were worried about it in the first 10 months but you're about to say thank God for it let's go to work so we're in week three of this series called proverbs which means wise sayings i teach in series at harvest because i want you to get results i do not just want us to go through the form and the fashion of church and not get results from church the gospel is good news and good news is news that works let's go proverbs 4 7 says this the beginning of wisdom is this get wisdom and i've taught you that wisdom has to be pursued there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom knowledge is information but wisdom is revelation knowledge is the what Watch me, but wisdom is the why. When I understand my why, I can always improve my what. Listen, it says get wisdom. Somebody say get wisdom though it costs you all you have get understanding and the issue is for many people is that we get a lot of other things you get your hair done you get a new car you get a house you get a boyfriend you get a girlfriend you get married you get this you get that but what we often don't get is what we need the most which is wisdom and the Bible says even if it costs you everything it's worth it why because you pay now or you pay later if you pay later you are gonna pay greater and I'm so excited that watch me that even Know you and I have had some foolish days I'm so excited that those have come to their end because there was a day you didn't want to hear wisdom you just wanted to do what you wanted to do but I'm so glad that you've matured to the point to where now you say God if you ain't going with me I'm not doing it if you don't give me wisdom I'm not doing it I think there's some of us that have wasted enough days of our lives walking in foolishness that we can say I want wisdom if that's you open your mouth and say it, I want wisdom Hear me, 915, I have you to say a lot because life and death are in the power of your tongue. If you never say it, you are never going to see it. This is not for you to just come and sit and take notes. That's good, and you should do that. But you are going to have to engage and use your weapon. What's your weapon? Your weapon is not your hands. Your weapon is your mouth. Because what comes out of your mouth is going to frame your world. What comes out of your mouth is going to set you up. The Bible says, I want to preach now, that we are in the image of And the likeness of God, which means, watch me, that everything that God is, we are reflections of. Uh, You missed it. Everything that God is, we are reflection of. The New Testament says it like this, as he is, so are we in the earth, which means what is God? Well, you see what God is in Genesis. Everything he wanted to create, watch me, he did not do anything with his hands, but he did everything with his mouth. The Bible says, and God said, then there was, and he saw it was good. Watch me. If that's the way God gets things done, I need you to just look at somebody and say, that's the same way for you. Which means, watch me. I'm not waiting on my situation to change before I call it something different. I'm going to call things that be not as though they were. He's a speaking spirit. I'm a speaking spirit. Which means I don't care what it looks like. Watch me put the word on it. I don't care what it looks like. Let me speak God's word over it. Come on, open your mouth and say, "I'm gonna put the word on it." So look, look, look. look, look. It says, "Though it costs you everything you have, get wisdom." And get understanding. So look at this. I taught you that you get wisdom in three primary ways. When you pray this prayer, God is going to answer in three primary ways. Number one, he's going to answer through your leader. That's the whole purpose of coming to church. And I've taught you over the last several weeks. If you missed it, get our app, get our podcast and all of that so you can stay up to date that is the whole purpose what the scripture says in Jeremiah I will give you pastors, shepherds after my own heart this is national pastor appreciation month and I don't listen and I don't say that for that I say it to understand watch me he didn't say get a life coach I'm not knocking that but that ain't what he said to give he, watch me he didn't say get an Instagram uh, influencer that's nice but he didn't say that God says my way to get you wisdom is to give you a shepherd my way to get you wisdom is to give you a place that you go and I don't call you to a building I don't even call you to a community I don't call you to a congregation, I call you to a shepherd. Watch me. My sheep know my voice and a stranger they will not follow. God says there's something in the voice of your shepherd that makes things that were confusing make sense. There's something about the voice of your shepherd that you can feel crazy like you're the only one dealing with it, but then you'll hear a message that'll make you say something is good. I wish I had a few people that were grateful that God has given you a shepherd that even when you feel low, you can pop on YouTube, pop on podcast, and you can go from the bottom to the top. Open up your mouth and say, thank God for my leader. Say it again. Say, thank God for my leader. Then secondly, watch me, your labor, your labor, you can get wisdom from your labor. And we looked at the scripture from Ecclesiastes and said, if the ax is dull, turn this monitor up, please, that if the ax is dull, you're going to have to use more strength in order to accomplish the goal, It says, but wisdom brings success. All right. Watch me. What is success? It means I've reached my intended target and my intended goal. Watch me. It is not God's will for you to have failure after failure after failure. It is God's will that you turn failure into success. And I'm not just talking about cash, cars, and money. I am talking about using, watch me, your lowest moments so that they produce your greatest victories. What if I told you, watch me, that God says, I want to take what hurts you deepest and I want to use it to help you the most. Come on, open your mouth, please, and say, he's using my labor. And your losses. And this is what I want to focus in on today. Ecclesiastes 1.18 says this, for with much wisdom comes much sorrow. Shut up. I don't mean it literally, I just mean it's good. God says, listen, you can tell wise people because they've been through something. Listen, let's be honest. None of us want to hear from anybody that has not overcome anything. Matter of fact, the movies we like to watch are movies where you see somebody go through hell and come back swinging. One of my favorite movies is What's Love Got To Do With It? Why? Because I liked how Anna Mae Bullock went down through the valley. She spent years in a bad relationship, but one day in a white limo in Los Angeles, she said, oh, no, Joker, I done had enough of this. And for some of you, that's the place you're at in your life. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired about what I got the power to change. I'm not going to sit in this low place. Baby, watch me shake something, do something, move something. I like watching horror movies. I I saw Halloween. I am, I am. Don't send me any emails about it. If you can't watch horror movies because it messes with your spirit, that's you. I can, and they don't do nothing to me. Watch me. So watch me. so So I, I like. So Halloween came out, and I'm a Halloween, I'm like, I'm that guy, like I got, I'm like, you know, I'm that guy, like I'm that guy, you know, like I, I can watch them all and act like I don't know what's happening, even the ones that were really bad, I can still look at them and see the artistic, you know, benefits, so you just got to reverse it, you got to flip it. So it came out, supposed to come out Friday, I, I got wind, it came out Thursday, I said, oh, shooky, shooky now. I said, let me get a good theater where ain't nobody in there so I can talk. Because it's rude to talk when you got a theater full of people, for those of you who don't understand that. I said, let me get in this theater. And I was in the theater, and I was like a kid in a candy store. When I got there, and I started, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And, so I, and Normally, I always have my phone with me, and I'm responding to stuff all the time, because I like to be efficient. I said, put this on Do Not Disturb. If they need me, they should have asked me before I came. <laughs> I said, they should have figured it out. I'll talk to them at church. Watch me. me. And so the movie's going, movie's going, and then here comes Jamie Lee Curtis. And I said, baby, you've been through it. I said, you have gone through some, I said, girl, you've been through it. You have gone through so much, watch me, and you're still standing. Watch me. Here's the reason why I like the horror movie. Watch me. Here's the reason why I like it. Here's the reason why I like it. It's, it's not really the horror that I like. It's not the gore. In fact, if I'm honest with you, sometimes with the gore, I turn my head. I'm like, that's too much. Now, y'all, some, that's just me. That's just me. I know some of y'all are into that. I'm not. I'm like, that's disgusting. Y'all could have cut scenes right there. Here's why I like it. Say why, Bishop. Because I like to see a survivor. Can I tell you why your story is so amazing? Is that despite all you've been through, you are a survivor and here's what i love about you you didn't just survive let's tell the truth you're thriving i I wish i could have every survivor and thriver to worship god for five seconds right there that he brought you out five that he kept you four he's been with you three he's been faithful two he never gave up on you one shout i'm a survivor so i want to show you three people very quickly in the scripture so that you can see this principle of what hurts deepest, what hurts greatest, it actually helps you the most. That's the message today. It's what hurt deepest actually help most. So let's look at this first one. Let's look at the hurt. Say, so let's look at the hurt. The hurt can either hinder you or help you. It's your decision. It's your decision. And, and for some of you, watch me, watch me, watch me, look at this. They had this set up for something else, but I walked in here on Thursday and I said, I'm about to work this. Because, because if you'll see... I got this big old, look at this line here, this big old line. Got his crown, got his scepter, everything, right? Right, right? This is what your hurt's supposed to turn you into. But for some people, watch me, your hurt has you back here. You're supposed to be in an upright position with your crown on, but instead, watch me, you're looking away and you're locked up in a dark place. And even though you get up and you go to work, even though you get up and you go through your normal routine, the truth is, is that, watch me, God is waiting on this version of you to emerge. But watch me, because this version of you, watch me, this is a stuffed animal. Watch me, it's overly sensitive. This is this, this this is a stuffed animal. Watch me. He's not in a position like he's ruling, reigning, and conquering. He's in a position like, why did this happen to me? And I'm going to tell somebody, you coming out of that today. If you wanted to have the same life you had on October 16th as you did on October 17th, you shouldn't have logged on and you shouldn't have come into this building. But since you're here, I'm getting ready to tell you, this is what's getting ready to come up out. Ooh, somebody said it helped me, but it hurt me first. So look at Job 16:14. Job is a man that the Bible says was an upright man. There was none like him in all of the land. The Bible says that he would even give offerings for his children in case they did anything wrong. And one day there is a meeting in heaven about him. The archangels, which is a Hebrew idiom, the sons of God. Job one requires it, uh, or, or describes it as they are meeting with the Lord. And as they meet with the Lord, the Lord brings up Job's name. Pay attention. Can I tell you, it is God that volunteers you for your valley not to kill you, but because there's something in the valley that you need. Let's talk. So he says, have you considered, he says this to Satan, have you considered my servant Job that there is nobody like him? Watch me. God was bragging on Job. What if I told you that what you call punishment, watch me, is often sometimes your validation. What do you mean? God was literally said to the enemy, there's nobody like Job on all of the earth. Watch me. It was somebody say, there's nobody like you see people see you shouting today but they don't know the days that you were suffering people see you rising up today but they don't know the days that you felt like nothing was ever gonna get better watch me they don't even know what you're dealing with right now but you decided like the psalmist i will bless the lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth watch me your neighbor needs a little encouragement so can you release a praise not for yourself but for your neighbor i Come on Facebook, come on YouTube, come on Twitter, do it for your neighbor, come on Twitch, do it for somebody else in the chat with you, please. So, so Job, and one day he loses his entire family except his wife. His children are gone, their homes are destroyed, and then there's another meeting. Say so there's another meeting. You would think that after one bad day, Bible says, as one was coming, another was coming. As one was coming, another was coming. It's like, listen, he didn't even want to check his messages because he said, I can't listen to another bad one. You ever had a moment where you heard your phone, but you were like, I can't even go over there right now because if I get one more piece of bad news, I may snap, crack, or Come on, Rice Krispie Treats, Listen. So then there's another meeting, and um, when there's another meeting on this different day, the Bible records this. The Bible records that this day, uh, the Lord says the same thing. Watch me. He says, Satan, where you been? He says, I've been walking to and fro on the earth. Can I tell you, whenever you find yourself up under uh, the enemy's attack, what does that mean? There's no other explanation for what I'm going through except there's something supernatural about it. See, listen, if you make a bad decision and you deal with the outcome of that, that's not demonic attack. That's just you dealing with the fruit of the harvest, uh, uh, the harvest of the seed that you sow. But watch me. When you are not doing anything crazy and you have not sown anything wrong, and yet every time you look around, you're like, what the heaven, hell, and earth is this? You might be dealing with something supernatural. So on this second meeting, on this second meeting, the Lord says the same thing. He says, Satan, where have you been? He says, I've been walking to and fro on the earth, which means this, Satan is not omnipresent. Y'all stop giving him power he doesn't have. He's not everywhere at the same time. Elbow somebody say, he's not everywhere at the same time. Which means if he's messing with you, you must be somebody. Why? He had to catch the bus to get to you. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. Wink at somebody say, you must be somebody to God. So watch me. After all of this, on day one, when Job goes to all of this, he falls to his knees and he worships. But day two, the meeting's a little different because the Lord says the same thing. Have you considered my servant Job That there is none like him? He says, you incited him against me. Pay attention. God tells the enemy. He says, you tried to get me to turn on him. But let's remember, it was God that had actually volunteered Job to go through this. (laughs) Jesus So so what ends up happening? What ends up happening is that uh, he says, well, of course you have a hedge of protection around him. Does Job fear you for nothing? Does Job worship you and honor you for nothing? Certainly the reason that he does is because you have a hedge around him. He said, but remove the hedge and let me touch him. For some of you all, this is not for everybody, but for some of you all, watch me, God's plans for your next 12 months are so significant that for a moment he allowed the heads to come down. I'm not talking to everybody, but for those of you in this building or online where you have gone through some stuff that the only explanation is that the enemy is coming against you. I need you to be glad. Why? Because only for a moment did he let the heads come down. But he's about to make the enemy wish he never ever messed with you in the... So what ends up happening? So he says, listen, he says, okay, fine. He says, you can, you can do whatever. He says, all that he has is in your hands. He says, all that he has is in your hands. All that he has is in your hands. Hey, watch me. He says, but you can't touch his life. He says, so watch me. You can let them talk about him, but you can't kill him. <laughs> you, watch me. You can have his friends and family do crazy stuff, but you can't kill him. You can have his marriage fall apart, but you can't kill him. You can have his kids turn on him, but you can't kill him. Y'all will catch it in a minute. You can have him go through coronavirus, but you can't kill him. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell somebody, since you still got a pulse, that's proof that God still has a plan. Somebody shout, he still has a plan. So look at this. So then Job goes through this, and the Bible says the great boils are all over his body. Job is literally going through now one bad day with bad news report after bad news report. And Then now, days later, he goes through another day. The difference 24 hours can make. You can be on top of the world on one day and then want to leave the world the next day. You, you, you can look at one area of your life on one day and say, this is amazing. And on the next day of your life, want to end it all. I, I wish there were some real people at this 915. Well, one day your marriage can look like I made the best decision of my life. And the next day you can say, God, why did you not stop me from marrying this ninja? Can I tell you why? Because you wouldn't have listened anyhow. You, you needed the hurt to help you. You can be on one day where your health is amazing. Your body is banging. Your body, yada, 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 is amazing. And the next day you can look at yourself and say, I don't even, I, I'm I'm not eating nothing for the rest of the year. I'm going on a 145-day fast. I'm not. Can we be honest? Have you ever had a day like day, like Monday it was amazing? And the next day you were like, Whew. If you haven't, keep living because you got one coming. Look what Job says after these two days. The Bible says three of his friends come to meet with him. And Job is in such trauma. He's in such a low place that they don't say anything for a few days. Can I teach some of you on something? Sometimes the way to be there for people is to simply be present but not to open your mouth. Because you're going to start introducing stuff that's going to pull them in the wrong direction, have them thinking the wrong thing. And sometimes the best thing to do is say, just so you know, I'm here. When you need me, lean on me. When you need to call me, call me. If you need to text me, text me. But I'm not about to get in the middle of you and your God. Because God's about to use what hurts you deepest to help you the most. Look at what Job says in Job 16:14. He breaks me. Pay attention. He breaks me with wound upon wound. In other words, bam, 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 bam. Job is like, how much more can I take? Because he keeps hitting me. Here it is in the same place. I want to talk to a few of you all. Where Watch me. Your wounds keep ending up in the same place. So for some of you, you never get an opportunity to heal from a wound. Because while you're trying to heal from the wound, you get. He breaks me. Watch me. Who's doing it? God's doing it. Which means this ain't to kill you. This is to make you stronger. With wound upon wound. He runs at me like a warrior. What? This is Job's recalling of his situation. Can I break down this verse for you? Because this is his hurt. He breaks me. Here's what breaks means in Hebrew, the language of our Old Testament. It means this. He causes breakthrough. Shut up. I don't literally mean shut up. It means go. God says, every time I break you, that's to give you breakthrough. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. God says, every time I break you, that's to give you breakthrough. What's uh-huh. me. I know for you, you keep thinking it's just break down. All right, come on, come here. All right, all right, all right, all right. Wound upon, I'm wounding you. Act more wounded. Wounded. Wound. And it gets you down to your face so you learn how to worship. You want to be everybody else's relationship expert. So God says, let me put you on your face, and now yours is toe up. You want to be everybody else's parenting expert, so now let me have your kids acting crazy. Watch me. Because where you're about to head, it's like, come on, hold this. Where you're about to head, what was that, what was that thing where they do the uh, limbo? You ready? Where your next is requires you to get low, to get to it. I'm going to talk over here because these people ain't saying nothing. God says with wound after wound, it breaks you down. But that's only so that you can break through. Stand up, stand up. Because if you, watch me, try to get to your next, you can't get through it because you're too high your attitude is too messy your behavior is too messy you don't follow instructions yet you don't know how to worship you don't know how to give god glory so god says i wound you to get you low so that you can finally have breakthrough and get Uh uh-uh back that thing up they didn't understand it hurry up that's me stand up so so this is how you want to go into your next here's how you want to go into your next and say my next 12 are my best 12. You want to go into your next like this. Problem is, uh-uh, God says, uh-uh, your attitude ain't right. You barely pray now. You, you barely worship now. And God says, I love you too much than to let you get to your next, and you lose it because you're not strong enough to keep it. So I will wound you. And as I wound you, you broke down. But the breakdown was not for you to stay down. It was for you to break through and get to the other side of your neck. Can I tell everybody, open your mouth and say this. Say, I'm glad it happened. Say, it made me better, made me wiser, made me stronger. Come on, speak this. Say, I'm a better Christian now because I was hurt. Look at the next definition. Causes breakthrough growth and increase. Which means, which means, watch me, when you're on your face, when you're on your face, pay attention, this is actually when you grow. If you'll notice my king lion here, you'll notice he's standing on dirt. But the dirt is mixed in with gold. Greatness never goes on sale. The only way you're ever going to be able to get to any place great is you're going to have to deal with some dirt. Pay attention. So how do we make plants grow? Throw dirt on them. I wish I had somebody that spoke the king's English. How do you make plants grow? You throw dirt on them. How do you think God's making you grow? Dirt's been thrown on you. They threw dirt on your name, threw dirt on your family, threw dirt on your business, threw dirt on you. But somebody say, it's making me grow. Look. He breaks me, but really what he's doing, causing breakthrough, causing me to grow. So stand up. So so, so, so watch me. So, 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 so even though it feels like I'm low, that's actually when I grow. When I'm low, say it, that's when I grow. Can we pretend like this is 1115 for a moment? Let's turn it into a song. When I'm low, uh-huh, that's when I grow. Say it, go. When I'm low, talk to me, y'all. That's when... Come on, say it. Uh Uh-huh. Point to somebody, tell them, when you're low, uh uh-huh, that's when you grow. Look, he runs at me. Uh Uh-oh. Here's how you know this is supernatural. Because, watch me, he runs at me like a warrior. The he here being referred to as God. Job said, when God come at me, He doesn't, watch me. He doesn't, see, here's what you want. Lord, I just need a day. Sit down. I just need a moment. Lord, I just need some time away. I need a sabbatical. No sabbaticals allowed when you're going to be supernatural. Y'all ain't going to talk. I just need a break. No breaks allowed when you're about to break through. For some of you, I need, to, I need you to be glad that he won't let you go on break. Why? If you go on break, you're going to miss your breakthrough. Elbow somebody say, no breaks allowed right now. So you can take a break when you get to the other side. Say, but right now, I need you in beast mode. Come on, tell them. Say, but right now, I need you in warrior mode. Because your next twelve are going to be your best 12. So look, so look, look at the screen, look at the screen, look at the screen, you want to break, and God is like, stand up, he runs at you, run at him, he run up on you, listen, oh my, come on, she's ready, all right, oh, that's good, do it again, do it again, it's good. They never know when they're gonna get called up. This go. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, action, wait a minute, action, wait, wait a minute. All right, camera three, give me this shot, give me this shot. All right, all right, you ready? All right, camera three, gonna give me this shot. Okay, you ready? All right, ready. Come. She running. Bang. That was your Thursday. Who am I talking to? All right, let's do it again. 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 Do it again. Do it again, do it again. You ready? You just, you just over here. Watch me, and remember, you're already dealing with your wounds. So while I'm wounded, I'm already, I'm already low. So God, can't you just leave me alone for a minute? Where the honest people at? Like God, can I get five minutes? Why these kids keep coming in here? What? He's already wound upon wound, wound upon wound, and while you are down here, watch me, and now you praying, now you listening to the messages. Now, so here's what you expect: you expected immediate turnaround. And while you expect immediate turnaround, here come God. Go, here come God. Bam, that's good. You ready for this? She's been studying. She was like, wait a minute, let me get my wrestling moves together. Okay, do the one, do, what's that, the, do this one. Bam. Bam. But he's got to be more responsive. You got to respond when you, when, okay? All right, okay. So she's going to do the elbow to the back. She's going to boom, all right? Okay. He's going to do that. You're okay, ready? Watch me. All the meanwhile, your next is still waiting on you. Your next 12 is still waiting on you. All right, you ready? All right, come on, go. You got to be more dramatic, like WWE. You got to like, Pah, you know. All right, okay, you know, and then I'll make the sound effect, okay? And we're going to work together as a team. You ready? All right, ready? All right, go. All right, there we go. Ooh, there you go. There you go. You ready? All right, look, she's still going. Why? Because God says, I'm running at you. Because I want to hurry up and get this over with. I'm about to run my... If I run off the stage, y'all come sing a song. The reason God won't give you a break is because God says, I want to hurry up and get this over with so you can finally step into your next. So you can finally step into your future. Elbow somebody said, say, hurry up and get it over with. If you're going to walk away, walk away. If you're going to betray me, betray me. If you're going to throw in the, do it. Hurry up so I can get to my. But look at what the word runs means. Because while he's running at him, what you're not paying attention is God says, this is me and you in the ring. I'm go- Listen, while God is dealing with you, God says, but I'm staying away and I'm guarding you. Put your hand up to guard. I'm guarding you. Put your hand up to guard. I'm guarding you. See, I'm dealing with you, but I'm guarding your enemies from getting anywhere close to you. I need one of your arms doing that, one of your arms blocking. Pay attention. God says, so this is between me and you. I'm guarding you. Which means it could be a whole lot worse. But I'm protecting you. You were supposed to lose everything. But God says, I'm guarding you. You were supposed to commit suicide, but God says, I'm guarding you. Your children were supposed to be taken, but God says, I'm guarding you. Somebody say, he's guarding me. Watch. Look, 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 look. He guards me. While, while, while he's dealing with me, while he's dealing with me, he's guarding me at the same time. Watch me. Not only from your enemies, watch me, but from you too. Because sometimes, watch me, you're the one that wants to inflict wounds. Cause you're in pain you wanted to get into another bad relationship because you're in pain you wanted to call some bad friends because you're in pain you wanted to do something crazy god didn't get you off of that narcotic for nothing he didn't get you off that alcohol for nothing he didn't get you off those substances for how dare you try to go back to the thing that god brought you out of lift up your hands and shout i'm free he's guarding you from yourself yeah, you had the email ready to send, and God says, you bet not, I'll tell your computer up. You had the text ready to send, you bet not, I will tell your phone up. Am I talking to anybody? So look, he runs at me, he guards me, he guards me from my enemy, Was me? this is between me and you. Say, God, this is between us. Watch me, and he's guarding you from yourself. Look at this last part, like a warrior, oh my God. Say like a, like a warrior. Look what warrior means. It's on the screen. I give open book tests. Cause I, to say, I don't know what that means in Hebrew. You don't have to guess. It's in green on the screen. Like a champion. Like a chief. See, some of you are like, God, why am I going through all this? Because you a champion. He never come at you like you were a little shepherd boy, David. He always came at you like you were a champion. You didn't deal with... Watch me, let's tell the truth about your life. You've never had problems that matched with who you thought you were. Your problems were always... Who am I talking to? Bigger than... That's why you look at it and say, God, I can't do this. But because there's a champion in you, because there's a chief in you, baby, you handed it like a champ. I need you to fist bump somebody next to you, so you're handing it... Good, good. Look at somebody else fist bump up and say, you're handling it like a chief. You're taking it like a champ. And you float like a butterfly. And you sting like a bee. I need somebody to say there's a champion in me. Say it again. There's a champion in me. Oh, my God. So that hurt him. I may mean, not get to the other two guys. We'll see. So watch where it helped him. Joe 42. So, so, so that was his hurt. Say, that was his hurt. Say, that's where I was. Now, for those of you who want to stay there, you stay there. But for the rest of us, I've turned up. Let me prophesy to myself. I know I'm celebrating 15 years, but let me tell you what I'm doing. I'm turning up. Say, it helped me. So let's look at how it helped them. Job 42 and 1. Stand up, Job. Stand up our representation of the Lord. You ready? right, and then you represent the enemy. You ain't the enemy, but you represent the enemy. Come in, come in, come in. Your next is still there. It was standing there waiting for you to be ready. Somebody will get it in a minute. See, on the other side is your hurt. Oh, oh, oh. oh And God says, "Now that can be a prison for you. You can stay over there. Come here, Job. Come here, Joe. You can stay over here. What, put your hands on the bars. Oh God, let me out, Lord. I'm so stressed. stay with, stay with Job. I'm so stressed. I'm, this is so rough. Oh God, what me? Honda Baba Hey, hey, hey. Mitsubishi. Subaru. <coughs> Honda. Elantra. Jeep. <laughs> Grand Cherokee. Wagoneer. Watch me? For some of you where you been it's a prison that only had one wall cause all I gotta do is decide to cross over and come to the other I wish I had the, I, I wish I had some people that spoke the King's English in this building somebody say you're coming out today uh uh-uh. uh If you can't get some agreement around you, go switch seats. Facebook, if you can't get somebody to type that with you, please say it to yourself. Say, I'm coming out today. So look at Job 42. Look at Job 42. This is probably as far as I'm going to be able to get. You have to to come to 1115. So watch me. So here, here we go. We got God. All right, our representation of God. You stand in the middle. You got your enemy over there. Come over here, Job. All right, watch me. Watch me. You ready? So, so now, God, look at Job. Then Job answered the Lord and said, let's go. I know you can do everything. When I was getting wounded, I, I thought your power was limited. When I was being hurt, I, I, I started looking at other religions. I'm coming for you. I started saying, maybe church ain't for me. (laughs) I started saying, maybe God ain't for me because because I was being wounded and I was being hurt and I didn't understand why you would allow me to go through this if you loved me. Pay attention, pay attention. He says, but now I know. Somebody shout, it helped me. me. You said it loud. I asked you to shout it. Shout it. It I now know. I now know. I now know. I'm going to talk to y'all. If y'all don't get this right, I'm not dealing with y'all the rest of the church. Ready? Let's go. I now know. Middle section. I, I will I Listen. Y'all ready? You ready? Let's go. I now know. And if you don't know, now you know. You can do everything. And that no purposes of, a purpose of yours can be withheld from you. Pay attention. Listen to what Job said. I now know that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. Which means what hurt me wasn't even about me. I wish you knew every woman that's been through some stuff, you're about to bless some other women. Every man that's been through some stuff, you're about to bless some other women. I wish you knew this wasn't even about you. Say it was bigger than me. No purpose of yours can be withheld from you, which means what I went through wasn't even for me. It was bigoted me. Anybody that God uses greatly, he first wounds deeply. <laughs> Look at verse 3. Therefore, I uttered what I didn't understand. See, see Job is... What, what is Job doing? He's repenting. Job is saying, Lord... Look, I thought I could run you. I found out you run me. I thought I could control things, and I found out I was never in control. And then I started saying stuff I had no business saying because my pain was talking. My wounds were talking. My blows were talking. My hurt was talking. He said, so I ran my mouth when I shouldn't have. 9.15, lift one of your hands and say, Father, forgive me. For every time, I uttered what I should not have uttered. For every time I said what I shouldn't have said, I asked for forgiveness and I canceled those words I spoke. Because now I know, now I know, now I know my next 12 are going to be my best 12. Let's go. We got to finish. I uttered what I did not understand. So look at verse 4. Look at verse 4. This is what Job said. The Lord said to him, listen please and let me speak. You said. While Job was down there on the floor, Job took too long to listen. What if I told you you sit next to somebody who their obsession with talking. I mean this with love. What if you were streaming with somebody that their obsession with getting on the phone, running their mouth, yeah. gossiping? And watch me. And now watch me. Bishop, I don't run my mouth. No, you run your posts. Because you post everything and anything. And you're posting it for people who aren't even paying attention. listen, please, and let me speak. You said, this is Job talking to God. I will question you, and you're going to answer me. In other words, in the hurt, there's some questions. You're busy, you're busy talking, and God says, would you shut up? Job cleaned it up. I'm going to give it to you raw. Job cleaned up. Listen, please, let me speak. I, I don't believe that's how God uttered that. You read your Bible, God was a whole G. What I mean by G, he was bold. Like, literally, he tells Peter, Get behind me, Satan. He said, Listen, Peter, please, would you stand behind me? He says, You're the devil. Get behind me. Move. Move! Get out the way. He says, I will question you and you shall answer me. Verse 5. Look at Job. I heard of you from Bishop. I heard of you from the Bible. I heard of you from my mama now. I heard of you from my daddy now. I heard of you from the messages. He he says, but now, come on 915, I can't finish the rest of this message, but apparently all I need to get you is Job. But now my eye sees you. Where did I meet you when I was wounded? Where did I meet you when I was hurt? Where did I meet you when I was in pain? Where did I meet you when I was laying on the floor? Verse 6, therefore, I abhor myself. He says, I'm so frustrated with me. He says, I can't believe I acted like this. Watch me. And I've been walking with you too long to act so brand new. Can I tell you what really ticks me off about people? Is what's the purpose of training you and you being around me if you act brand new? Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. You ever had a friend act like they ain't been your friend for 20 years, but I didn't know if I should have called you or not. Trick, you didn't know me for all this time. Excuse me, I'm acting like it's living. You didn't know me for all this time. How you gonna act like you don't know what I needed? Trick is a Hebrew word for something, I don't know. No, seriously, I hate when people act brand new. Well, I didn't know, I didn't know. You sucker, you a liar, you knew. It's funny how you wanna follow protocol when you don't wanna do something. You know it then, just don't know it any other time. I said it. (laughs) See me in the vestibule. Let's go. Therefore, he's like, I'm frustrated with me. He says, I'm mad at me. What if what hurt you deepest needed you to get angry, not with your enemies, but with you? You will never change what you give permission to remain. Come on, I need you to speak say. I'm coming out today. Therefore, I repent. This is him talking to God. Now, look, just a moment ago, you beat me up, God. You running to me, God. You doing this, God. I can't even talk, God. God, why I'm going through this, God? I can't believe this, God. I can't believe this. God, but by chapter 42, that's where you are. Fine. I'll speak to you. <laughs> but by chapter 42. Okay. I'm going to try y'all one more time. But by chapter 42. They got it. Somebody said, but Bishop... I just want to hear what you're saying. I don't want to shout. No, no, no. You need to learn how to multitask. I need you to learn how to chew gum and walk at the same time. You need to learn, watch me, because you, watch me. When you walk into your next, you're going to have to shout and walk. Hallelujah. Glad I lasted. Hallelujah. All right, look. Therefore, I repent in dust and ashes. What are the dust and ashes? Now, there are two things going on. Sackcloth and ashes was a Hebrew custom to indicate one's sorrow, one's heart posture. But what, is, what else is the dust and ashes? Watch me. Remember, his children's home had burned down to the ground. Remember, this great life he had built has now burned down to the ground. So the dust and the ashes means I repent, watch me, in my hurt. I'm not staying in my hurt. I'm saying, God, forgive me for the part I played in my own hurt. Because let's tell the truth. Some of your hurt, you played yourself. I wish some of your hurt, you played yourself. But open up your mouth and shout, I repent. And I didn't put this verse in the, in the message notes because I knew if I got to it that I wouldn't finish. And it looks like I'm still not going to finish no matter what. So I have to finish at the 1115. But if you keep reading, the Bible says, and Job got double. Everything that he lost, he got double. Bible goes so far to say his new kids look better than his old kids check out the point. The point is God says I didn't let you lose anything if I don't intend to give you something better. I need you to let that house go. I'm about to hook you up. Let that relationship go. I'm about to hook you up. Let that car go. I'm about to hook you up. Let your past go. I'm about to hook you up in your future. Please prophesy to yourself and say and my next 12 will be my best 12. Everybody standing. Thank you all. So I'll try to finish this at the next experience (laughs) because I didn't get to talk about our other two guys Noah and Paul. But can I just give you the Cliffs notes? Noah, go there real fast. Genesis 8:5. Come on. Genesis 8:5. In the 10th month. I wish some of y'all could count. Why are you looking at me? You should be rejoicing. In the 10th month. In the 10th month. This is our October series. Only God could do this. Only God could make this stuff line up like that. I looked at this when I was preparing this word last week, and I was like, for real? Come on, God. When do we start this series? First of October. 10th month. The tops of the mountains were seen. Listen, 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 listen. Of the mountains of Ararat. Say Ararat. Say with me. Say Ararat. Listen what that means. Pain, sorrow, and hurt caused me to be great. What if I prophesied to you and said, You're about to see it this month? I'm so glad you didn't give up. I'm so glad you didn't throw in the towel. In other words, in other words, look at this. The flood forced Noah. Go to the next slide, please. It's right there. You all you gotta do is just follow. The floored, the floored. That's the country way. The flood forced Noah january noah you down here february you down here matter of fact let's do it better march you were back here april you were back here may you were back here june you were back here july you were back here august you were back here september you were back here but in the 10th month So God the assignment in this experience is to repent. Say Father forgive me for how I mishandled my hurt. Say Father forgive me for how I mishandled my wounds. Say Father forgive me for all the things I said I had no business saying I repent in the ashes It was good for me. Come on, talk 915. It was good for me to have been hurt. It was good for me to have been afflicted. It was good for me to go through loss. It was good for me to cry some tears. It was good for me to wonder how it was gonna work out. It was good for me to wonder if you were there because now I know I see you with my own eyes. I'm in chapter 42. I know that you're God. I know that you love me. I give you my life for the rest of my days. In Jesus' name. With your heads bowed and eyes closed, real quick in this building and online. If you're in here, and you need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself a little, or be sure. On the count of three, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand if you're in the building online. I'm going to ask that you simply do the hand wave emoji. Just say it's me. And to become a Christian for the first time, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure God's coming to get you. One, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. This is your moment. You in chapter 42. You in chapter 42. You in chapter 42. You know Him now for yourself. One, two, three. If that's you, hand up in this building. If you're online, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. I see you. God bless you. I see you. God bless you. Come on, church. Can I get you to celebrate every hand that's lifted? Online, do that emoji. Do this emoji that it, the hand wave or say it's me. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place because of this belief and because of this confession. If this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. I confess with my mouth. Let me hear you. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you are God. Forgive me for doubting. I know now only God could do this. Only God could keep me. Only God can lift me up. I'm in the 10th month. I see the mountaintops now. In Jesus' name, take out your phone, text that word right there, DECISION, to 877-552-4746. When you do that, we're going to shoot your text right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby.
2: Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word DECISION to the number 877-552-4746. And we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash gives. Remember to love God, love people, and love life.